0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm not going to make this intro very long. There's no point. I'm going to keep it nice and short. We're going to talk about sleep and five ways how you can improve your sleep. I know you probably hear about sleep all the time and get more sleep and improve your sleep quality, but how do we actually improve our sleep quality? That is the main thing. We've actually got some ways to actually improve it instead of go to sleep earlier or get a bit of sleep because that's not really, fuck, what does that even mean? We're going to get into how to really improve your sleep and the steps. And look, I'm bad at this as well. My sleep isn't the best at times, but when I do these things, it improves drastically. So, if you want to improve your sleep, your recovery, your performance, your, you know, get rid of your brain fog, everything, stick around and enjoy the show. Hello, welcome back. This is probably look, I might be talking about something that you already know, or maybe I'm gonna be talking about something that you've heard of a million times and about sleep and sleeping and improve your sleep. And I think we hear a lot about how sleeping is such an important factor in uh, your recovery and muscle growth and just like getting rid of all the stress and the shit that you know is involved with your day-to-day life. But we don't really get told what we actually need to do with our sleep and lately with this whole Iron Man training, the triathlon training, I've had to really dial down my nutrition which has been atrocious lately, I need to eat more and more more foods and what I've been doing lately is because I've been training a lot and I'm coming home from work late or training late, I've been a naughty boy and I've been going to McDonald's for that loose change meal which is $8.95 which is dirt cheap and what I've realized with Nutrition is unless you're trying to lose weight, it's much more unhealthier to eat below your calories, especially if you're trying to grow muscle and and recover, than it is to fill up your calories with some junk food. So, you know, I'd rather not have junk food, but sometimes if I don't have enough calories, junk food is the answer because there's more, it's calorie dense. It's there's more, more calories per uh, 100 grams as opposed to something that's really healthy but I'm trying to work on getting more healthy foods in but the other thing that I'm trying to work on a lot which is much harder during summer is sleep and sleep hygiene and having some kind of sleep schedule in place now there's five these tips here yeah, five tips that are going to really drastically improve your sleep. And while I'm teaching you these, I've also dabbled in a little bit more education and try to teach myself as well. It's one of those things where you have to consistently do it. Uh, And look, even if you do these things, sometimes you're going to have a shit sleep. And that's normal. That's fine. There's things in your day that, that, that are going to affect your sleep. The weather's also going to affect your sleep. There's so many things that are going to affect your sleep. But if we can try to... Look at these things and be a bit more aware of these things, and guess what? Your sleep is going to improve. Trust me, it will. The first one we're going to talk about is establishing some kind of consistent sleep schedule. Now, if you're working night shifts or encore, or your, you know, your work is all over the shop, so you're working some days, some nights, then this is going to be very difficult for you because it's going to fuck you around. If you have an inconsistent if you have an inconsistent sleep schedule, it's really going to affect your performance, it's going to affect your recovery, it's going to affect the way that your brain works. It's going to affect many things. But if you can try to keep a consistent sleep schedule when you have, you know, night shifts or mix shifts, it's going to help you a lot. But if you have a normal job where you work in a 9 to 5 and your your work hours are consistent, it's going to be much easier. So you should probably try to go to bed and wake up at the same time every day, even on the weekends, okay? So try not to sleep in just because you're not working on Saturday, Sunday. Don't sleep in till 12 o'clock because I don't know about you, but I feel like shit if I sleep in two, three extra hours than I normally should be sleeping in. So consistency will help regulate your internal clock. It It makes it much easier to fall asleep and wake up naturally. So we might've heard of our circadian rhythm, right? Because of after man discovered fire and you know once we started having candles and artificial light our sleep has changed drastically like it's just completely shifted because we've been over millions of years of evolution we've learned to uh, use the sun as almost like an alarm so once the sun's up we're up we absorb the vitamin d we are awake. We have no secretion of melatonin yet up until the sun begins to go down. So once the sun begins to go down, it signals to our body is that, you know what? It's almost time to go to sleep. So that's when we secrete our melatonin. We start to feel sleepier and then we go to sleep. But now once the sun goes down, you can have every single light on in the house and your brain thinks, oh, the fuck, the sun's still up. We're still awake. We're buzzing, we're buzzing, we're buzzing. And then you want to go to sleep and it's not so simple just by turning off the lights. It's not going to work that way. So the body's natural clock, try to keep it as natural as possible. So try to wake up at the same time. Try to go to sleep at the same time. And the next few things are going to help you work on your uh, circadian rhythm. But we'll talk about that very shortly. The next thing you want to do tip number two is you want to create a relaxing bedtime routine. Now, you want to develop some kind of pre-sleep routine that helps signal to your body that it's time to wind down. It's time to relax. Your boss isn't fucking down your throat and you're not getting these messages or phone calls and there's nothing going on. It's time to wind down. Now, how you wind down is going to be different to how I wind down or the next person winds down. But how I wind down is I meditate before bed because my fucking brain is going at a million miles an hour before bed. So what I try to always do is I try to meditate and sometimes I might might read five, 10 pages of a book if I start feeling drowsy and then I'm out. For you, it might be reading, stretching, some kind of deep breathing, a warm bath. So like even a hot shower or a warm bath before bed elevates your body temp and then it makes your body naturally try to bring it down and cool it down before bed, which helps, as opposed to having a cold shower, which will cool down your body, and your body will naturally now have to to heat up. So that's why you feel awake after a cold shower, as opposed to feeling drowsy after a a hot shower or a warm bath. So create your bedtime routine. Try to do the same thing every night. You don't have to do something that I do because it might not work for you. Some people... You know, unwind by playing some video games or watching some TV, and that's fine. But we're going to speak more about the exposure to to blue light uh, very shortly. So try to have a relaxing bedtime routine. So please don't try to play some, you know, I used to play COD before bed and be fired up and be like really agitated and angry. And then because my my cortisol is elevated and I'm just like eh, angry and just frustrated I really struggle to fall asleep. So if if it's calming and relaxing, you think about as your day goes on, you might be super stressful for the start of a day. And as it goes on throughout the rest of the day, it just calms down a little bit and more and more calm. And then guess what? Sleep time. Next one, you really want to optimize your sleep environment. So what do I mean by optimizing your sleep environment? This is something that I've noticed with some clients where they're like, you know what, Sin, I'm really struggling to fall asleep. And I go, oh, what what do you do before bed or what's in your room? And most of the time where people really struggle to sleep is, you know, some client will be like, oh, you know, Sin, my husband leaves the TV on in the room. I go, oh, that's, that's a bit odd. You know, I normally don't have a TV in the room. The way I see, you know, your bedroom, it should be, one or two things, you know. It's a place where you sleep, and a place where you get, you know, have some fun. But I don't see it as a place where you should watch TV. That's my opinion, right? Because I want to just have that room as a place where I do one or two things, and I go to sleep, and that's it. And this one client said to me, "Oh well, Sin, I've got an eighty-five inch TV in the room, and it's on, so my husband can fall asleep um, with it on." That fucks with your sleep so much because there's this massive blue light that's constantly buzzing, and then signals to your brain that yeah, oh, guess what, the sun's up, it's time to you know wake up. So then you might sleep, but you have such a horrible sleep. You don't get into deep sleep where you actually are getting the most out of your sleep. So you're gonna have a lot of disruption in your sleep. So optimizing your sleep environment. These are some things that you can do. Okay. Keep your room cool, dark, and quiet. Lately, it's been fucking hot in Melbourne. It's been 37 degrees last few days, and I've been a bit of an idiot, and I haven't really cooled down my room, and my body normally runs hot. So lately, I haven't had the aircon on, my body runs hot, and I've literally been flip-flopping like a fish in bed. I've been up multiple times, not even multiple times, like 15 fucking times, not multiple times, a lot. I've been up a lot, and once I get up, I feel like I haven't really had much of a sleep because my sleep environment has been shit. It's been hot. My body can't cool down. It it just struggles. So you're constantly going to have a restless sleep. So what really works is keep your room cool, maybe like 19, 20, even 21 degrees is quite nice. Keep it dark. So if you have blinds, put them all the way down and keep it quiet, as, as quiet as you can. So no TVs, yeah, you know, Some people might have like the white noise thing if they want to fall asleep. You can have that, but try to keep it as quiet as possible. Blackout curtains are amazing. Some people use earplugs. You know, some people use the white noise on, on the phone or like an app if you want. And another thing that really helps is like having a comfortable bed and mattress um, and pillows that supports whatever position you sleep in. If you're a side sleeper, back sleeper, some people sleep on their bellies. If you have comfortable... Uh, pillows and mattresses and blankets, that's going to actually help you much more. If your bed feels like a fucking sleeping on bricks, it's probably going to affect your sleep. But think about optimizing the environment you sleep in. Okay, If it's really bright in there, it's really hot in there, well, guess what? You're going to have a freaking shit sleep. So try to optimize that as much as you can. Now, this is something that The next one is such a struggle for most people because, hey, look, I I do the same thing, uh, but I'm going to tell you what I do with my thing. It's limiting your exposure to screens before bed. And I know all of us are like, oh, it's sleep time, a little bit bored, I'm going to go on Instagram, scroll, I'm going to go on TikTok, scroll, I'm going to go on YouTube and watch random videos. You might think that's winding down, but that just, again, the blue light, it, it, it's signals to your, to your brain that it's time to wake up and it really interferes with your body's production of melatonin. And that's the hormone that regulates sleep. You're, you know, when the sun goes down, the body's like, you know what? It's time for some melatonin. It's time to sleep. But once you are you know, exposing yourself to screens before bed, you actually interfere and and stop the production. I'm not going to say stop because I'm not sure if it stops it completely, but it really interferes with the production of melatonin, which is what you really want so you can sleep well. Here's some tips, right? Aim to avoid screens at least an hour before bed, at least an hour. you know. If you're struggling to do two, three hours, at least an hour before bed, or what I teach people to do, this isn't really a teaching or just a tip, right? Most phones, especially iPhones, even even uh, Samsung's or Android phones, have a night mode or have like some kind of blue f- light filters to reduce the impact. So what I normally tell people is set your night mode that it uh, turns on at, let's say, 6 p.m. It dims the screen and it changes the filter of the screen so it's not like blue light emitting into your eyes and just like, eh, it's time to wake up. Set that. It's the easiest, cheapest thing to do. No, it's not cheap. It's fucking free. Just. Do it. If you if you can't do that, like I don't know what to tell you. That's such a simple thing to do. That you can do right now while you're listening to this podcast. Another thing that I've done is I purchased some uh, blue light blocking glasses, and mine are from Ra Optics. Ra Optics. No, I don't have an affiliation at all. But it, they're glasses that yes, they are going to cost a little bit more, but they actually stop. Uh, the blue light from getting into your eyes. And I purchased a pair of shitty ones from Amazon for like 20, 30 bucks. Don't waste your money. It's just a waste of money. They don't work. You might feel like, oh, they 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 don't do anything. I, I wore them once and I stayed on my laptop for like four hours before bed and I literally felt like blue light was just eye-fucking me for so long. I couldn't sleep. I just felt like my brain was zapped. Once I got these glasses from Real Optics, you can get like day ones and night ones. I just use the night ones. I have like a red tint. You can physically feel the difference. So if I have them on and I watch TV and I lift them up, I can feel like my eyes are being penetrated by blue light. It's crazy. It's just so crazy. So I try to use that before bed um, and that limits that blue light and it actually gives me that secretion of melatonin because I'm stopping this blue light from coming into my eyes. That's another tip. So if you want to do that, that is another tip. So again, limit your exposure to screens before bed. I know people jump in their emails and jump in their phones and thinking that's going to, well, the emails are going to calm you down because it's going to be like, <laughs> going to increase your stress hormones because you're like, oh, what the fuck's this work email? What is this? Try to cut that off. You know, have a, even the, what do I have? It's that screen time thing where it stops the apps from, you know, showing up. You can have that as well. Try your best to just limit your exposure to screens before bed. Again, Think about avoiding it an hour before bed. Have your night mode on. That's like a non-negotiable. If you don't have that on, it's it's going to be much harder to fall asleep. Or have some kind of blue light filters. Most new devices have this feature. And then once you have it on now, or once you have it on once, it's always going to be on. It's like a daily schedule. Like, okay, it's 6 p.m. Your screen's changed. It's going to allow you to secrete that melatonin. And then by 8, 9 p.m., whatever the time you go to sleep, you're going to feel much more relaxed falling asleep. Or you can go one up on top of all these, and you can have some blue like blocking glasses, which for me are a godsend they they're, they're a, a, a kind of a goat in terms of like something that you can use to help you fall asleep. And the last one, which is also really important, is watch your diet, and your hydration. So sometimes you might have had some water before bed or the god-awful tea before bed, and guess what? You've woken up an hour or two after uh, going to sleep and you've got to go pee. Tea fucks you the most before bed, and so does water. Try not to have water before bed. Try to avoid heavy meals, okay? So try to avoid heavy meals, caffeine. Caffeine especially. Don't have caffeine, I'll probably say latest after 3 p.m., but to be safe, don't have coffee after 12 or 1 p.m., Okay, because that's really going to disrupt your sleep. And another one is alcohol also close to bedtime can really disrupt your sleep. And all these things, so heavy meals, caffeine, alcohol, and even water can disrupt your sleep or make it harder to fall asleep. So instead of that, if you're feeling really hungry before bed, opt for a lighter snack and limit your caffeine intake to you know 1 p.m. latest. I'd say 3 p.m. is like if you're really pushing it, but 1 p.m. latest because that's going to really help you to, to fall asleep. In terms of hydration, try to have your water throughout the day. Some people will forget to have water in the morning, in the afternoon, and then try to get it all in at night. And That's really going to disrupt your sleep. So when you wake up, try to have like – you know a couple of glasses of water or if you've got a big liter of water have half of that and then drink throughout your day and that's going to help you actually sleep better so you reduce your fluid intake as it gets closer to bedtime so you don't have to wake up and pee and pee and pee it's the worst thing when you're having a dream and in your dream you're trying to pee i know it i hate those dreams cuz i really want to pee in my dreams but guess what i don't want to wet the bed so then you got to get up after like six dreams of trying to pee and then you got to go go to the toilet, pee, come back to bed. Avoid that by not having any any water like two, three hours before bed. So try to hydrate yourself throughout the whole day and then at night, you can really reduce uh, the amount of water you drink and try to limit, again, if you're going to have tea, try not to have tea before bed because tea really makes you pee. Now, food-wise, try not to eat... Um, you know, later than three hours before bed, maybe even two hours before bed, if you really have to, have like a light snack. Have a light snack, have something small just to, like you know, cra- uh, f- fill that craving. Sometimes a protein shake before bed is really satiating because it's protein. You could have peanut butter if you want, peanut butter and honey, whatever it is, just something small just to, you know, fill your cravings. So you're not going to bed absolutely starving but avoid these heavy meals because as you're sleeping horizontally your body is trying to you know break down everything in your belly and stomach and it's going to work over time it's going to kind of keep you awake and disrupt you. but if it doesn't have to worry about you know storing the water anywhere and having to be like yeah I'll wake you up to pee or breaking down this food it's just going to have to worry about just focusing on giving you a good sleep yeah so what i'd recommend is watch your diet and your hydration that's it everything else is like uh, you don't need to worry too much about you know the mouth strips I've, I've used them a few times yes okay maybe they do help every now and then if you like really are a mouth breather and you you know but they're all just little things you don't need those things it's not going to drastically improve your sleep it might give you maybe 1 or 2% depending on individually how you sleep but for most people, these are the most important tips. And there's only five of them, the most important tips. So we'll go through them again. Number one, establish a consistent sleep schedule. Two, create a relaxing bedtime routine. You can have a little bubble bath if you want. Whatever the fuck you want. Whatever's going to make you relax. If it, if it is you know, watching some TV, wear some blue light uh, blocking glasses or change the settings on your screen if that's going to you know, help you wind out or if you're going to play games. Again, wear blue light blocking glasses because it's not going to penetrate your eyes. Everyone's different. Some people fall asleep by playing video games, whatever you want. Number three, optimize your sleep environment. Have a nicer environment that's going to keep you nice and relaxed, and it's just going to make you sleep. You don't want a room that's got a few lights or it's blaring or it's hot. Make it nice. Number four, Limit the exposure to screens before bed, back and screens, too many screens. Try to cut them out before bed or you know, wear some blue light blocking glasses, change the setting on your phone. And number five, watch your diet and your hydration. Don't eat or drink too close to bed because you're going to wake up and pee. Or if you're unlucky and you can't hold it and in your dream you just feels so good, you're probably going to pee the bed. Okay, We don't want to get to that point because you're probably an adult. And it's a bit weird if you're 32 and pee in the bed as opposed to being, you know, six. But that's the crux of it all. They're the most easy to do things and they don't cost anything. They're all free. All of these things are free. All of these things are free. I'm not selling you any mouth tape or any stupid shit or any kind of course. This is free. You can do it today. And most likely, look, it'll take you a little bit of time to get into this routine, but you will notice the effects of this kind of schedule very quickly. And you'll be like, oh you yeah, know what? It's not that hard to actually have a good sleep. But as long as you keep at it and focus on these things, and you might, you know, you probably will fuck up every now and then, that's fine. But if you try your best to do these things every day, mate, day, you'll have a much better sleep and you'll have... Uh, a much better recovery from training you'll have a much better recovery from having a mentally freaking exhausting day from work and then you'll just be happier because yeah if you're having a restless sleep every day you just feel like you can never recover you can it's just everything every day feels like it's just blended into one so try those things out if you aren't uh, following please follow the podcast. If you haven't given any reviews, please five stars on Spotify or whatever platform you're using. But that is me for today. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a great one and a great sleep. Hopefully your sleep starts to improve. But other than that, thank you and have a great day or night wherever you are. And I will see you next time. Bye-bye.